Hello, friends. Welcome to our podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. If you haven't done so before, go ahead and follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at Point of View Pod and on Twitter at podcast underscore POV. And if you're looking for a fun, positive Star Wars community to be a part of, be sure and join our Facebook group, and you can find us at a certain point of view discussion group. Thanks, and enjoy the show. So what I told you is true, from a certain point of view. Hello there. Welcome to A Certain Point of View. I'm Michael. I'm Ben. And this is a Star Wars podcast. How's it going, man? I'm doing good. Doing good. Uh, it's Easter today, and it's weird because we're not spending it uh, with family. So that's a little bit odd, but uh, I'm doing all right. And What do you think um, I am, Ben? <laughs> what, well, yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, no, but um, wow. my fiance and I had, um, we had breakfast this morning, and... Uh, watched Easter service and stuff, so that was nice. Awesome. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, this stuff is pretty crazy. We would never have uh, recorded on an Easter Sunday in years past. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, this is this is definitely interesting. But you know what? I'm glad we have this to do. <laughs> I'm really glad that we have stuff mm-hmm. like this to do uh, because it really has helped, like, fill the time and, you know, give me some sort of outlet <laughs> yeah. to do something. That's not watching television. Um, so yeah, this is yeah, this is cool. This is cool. I, I'm glad we get to talk about Clone Wars. Um, we get to talk about the last episode of the Martez arc. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, so this episode is called. Oh goodness, I always forget. Uh, Together again. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, last episode we talked about what we thought that would mean. What did you take away as who was together so, again? So, I... <laughs> Did Dave Filoni just, like, troll us? <laughs> I really... I'm trying to think what like that... What that's actually supposed to mean. Like the Mandalorians um, and Ahsoka? Maybe? <laughs> or Or is it, like, setting up a thing where, you know, there's... They are separated, like Ahsoka separated from the sisters for a lot of the episode, and they come back together at some point. I don't or, know. That doesn't seem I don't right. know. That, I, I was just very, I was confused as well by the title, because I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Nobody was together again. At the end, this. that's what happened. I was like, at the end, it the credits came up, and I was like, wait, who's together? <laughs> Yeah, maybe I missed something obvious, but I I don't know. It's it is weird. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So, okay. aside from that, I actually quite enjoyed this episode. Um, I did, too. Plenty of action, plenty of things happening. There's the tension with her, you know, finding, you know, having to tell them that she's a Jedi. Well, really, they find out that she's a Jedi. And um, and then we see Maul and then all this like there was a good bit of action and drama and all of it combined. It was a good way to end the arc. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, part of it might be I'm just glad this arc is over. Like I said, I've, I've, I've stated this many times. I didn't hate this arc, but it was kind of like, okay, come on. Let's like, <laughs> uh, I, I did, you know, 
I don't know if waste of time is the right thing to call it because I don't necessarily think it's yeah. that. But it did feel like we were like buying time. It, it did feel like almost I. I didn't feel like we needed four episodes in this arc. That's I think that's where I I think that's where I land with my feelings on the arc as a whole with like issues. It's not even necessarily with content. It's more how much time of the season was taken up with yeah. it. It's like. This could have very well been a three-episode arc. Some of the best arcs of Clone Wars were three-episode arcs. Totally. Like totally. Um, and so, I mean, like, you don't need a four-episode arc for this story, I, f- I feel. I agree. That you don't need. And, um, but that being said, I did enjoy it. And, like, and I think looking back, I'll enjoy it more once I have actually finally gotten to watch the final four episodes that we have coming up. Yeah. Um, and so like, I think once I watch those and I finally have been able to say that I've seen them and all of that, that I'm going to have better feelings toward it. But I, it's, it is like, I do have that feeling of everything that I've been excited about for this season of clone wars is actually starting next week, you know, where it's like, Yep. Yeah, I was excited about the Bad Batch, and I enjoyed the Bad Batch a lot. Bro, but I, like before the season started, I, loved, I, I loved really loved didn't. <laughs> yeah, I loved the Bad Batch, but like before the season started, I really wasn't that excited about that arc because I just I wanted to see the rest of this story that we're about to get. Um, and through yep. this whole arc, I think that I've been enjoying it because I have gotten Ahsoka. But um, but it has been kind of a, a I've been kind of wrestling with I'm I love that I'm watching this. But, you know, I've, there's so much story that I feel like I wanted to get um, whenever this season started that we're just now about to get. And we have four episodes to tell, which, you know, to be fair, you can tell a lot of story in four episodes. It's true. Um, and I think that I just I want them to tell a lot of story in those four episodes and I don't want four episodes that don't tell <laughs> that much story. Right. Um, so anyways, yeah. But overall, I enjoyed the arc. Just wish it was one episode shorter, which I think I, I think we also said about the Bad Batch where it was like, this was a great arc. It could have been three episodes. Yeah. Like, honestly, the we could be on episode seven next week. Yeah. And we have like seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve to deal with the Mandalore stuff, which would be yeah. like crazy awesome. But you yeah. know, more not I say that. I always want um more when it comes to Star Wars. So <laughs> Yeah. Um but <laughs> I say that more is not always better, you know? And it so, isn't. Exactly. Uh, but <laughs> on the flip side, more episodes in an arc is not better. So like I yeah. <laughs> Like you could take it either way. This is what yeah. this is the story that they wanted to tell. Like you said, last exactly. Time. This is the story yeah. that they wanted to tell. I I'm did going to fe- trust them with that. Yeah, I, and I do. I did feel like the Bad Batch. The I think it was the on wings of Kyrdex. Uh, Kyrdex. Kyrdex. Yeah, that was the one that I thought they could have honestly done without, even though it was fun. Um, mm-hmm. It it they could have like expedited some of the story and fit it into three episodes easily, yeah. and I felt the same way about this one. But you know what? It is what it is. Um, but um, you know what? I'm I'm really excited about what we have left 
I really truly Me am. Too. Um, and I did overall. I have a few issues, but I did really enjoy this uh, this episode in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about that. So, um, what did you think of? Um, well, first, let me just say this. I have I have an issue at the very beginning, and then I don't have a ton of issues other than that. The plan that they hatch, okay? Uh-huh. So here's my issue. So basically, if I remember correctly, Ahsoka makes a deal, mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, she's, she tells Rafa and Trace to trust her. And she makes a deal with the Pikes that basically, if if they will send Trace and Rafa to go, to go pick up the spice that they left on another planet, um, and bring it back, that uh, what what was the deal that she made? I cannot remember. Her deal was basically like, like if you. Let them uh, this. I would say this was an issue for me, too, because we're having to figure out exactly what the plan was. And it's that like I think that her thing was. Like, send them to to go and get the spice for you and keep me as like collateral collateral or something. Yeah. And so, OK, so here's here's actually that wasn't even the issue that I had with it. It is an issue. It's confusing a little bit. But my main issue there's actually it's actually twofold. This is a thing that happens in TV shows all the time. It's a trope. Okay, so first thing that I have an issue with is they, you know, this is one of those things where it's like take the take the super powerful person prisoner and put her in a prison unguarded by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay, we know she's gonna escape, and literally five seconds after she gets in prison, she escapes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, why (laughs) like why would why would you and and granted they didn't know she was a jedi at this point um but still like she's proven that she can fight right (laughs) already right so like i it, it was a problem for me my biggest issue though was okay send these two people to go who claim they have spice on another planet by themselves. By themselves. Yeah. With no guards or anything and yeah. expect them to come back with the stuff. I it was a little too easy for me. I didn't think yeah. that I was like, that's not a good plan. Uh I mean I mean on either of their on sides. Either of their sides. <laughs> Granted, the the leader of the pikes was he did say like or his advisor was like, you know, this is deception, and he was like, yeah, yeah I know, but I don't have much of a choice. And so he, yeah. I did appreciate that they showed that side. Like he's not just like a yeah. bumbling idiot. He knows that he does. He knows that this is a deception, but at the same time, he also knows if they don't get the spice back, they're yeah, they're uh, he's dead. Like his life depends on it. That yeah. said, if you know that, why in the world would you not send guards with these two? <laughs> people who have <laughs> been deceiving you the whole time anyway. I don't know. I just thought that was pretty that was pretty rough writing wise. Yeah. I get that for sure. I would I would agree that that was like my only real big like sort of gripe with this was like that's a little messy, but yeah. I can I can get over it, but it, that is pretty messy. Um so yeah. Um now 
I loved, um, this is like a little bit of an Easter egg thing. You know, this isn't as much story thing, but I wanted to mention it real quick. Okay. Um, the characters that uh, they actually get the spice from, um, these workers. So they're a species called Tung. Okay. Um, and this is actually not the first time we've seen them. We've only seen one other Tung before. And it was in episode one, The Phantom Menace. And uh, it was Ben Quadraneros from the pod racing scene. Um, Quadraneros power coupling. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, it's the only other time we've seen one of their species. And then they just kind of decided, you know, it'd be fun to throw a bunch of them in on this planet. Why not? Um that's so, pretty funny, dude. I didn't know that that was the same. I didn't put that together. Yeah, I was uh, I was watching somebody. I was watching Blind Wave uh, react to the episode, and they're like, "Wait, that looks like Ben Quadraneros." Um, <laughs> and I looked it up, and it's the same species. So that's awesome. You yeah. know what they look like is Monsters Inc. monsters. <laughs> they do. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> do they have one eye no they have two eyes okay i was gonna say that would yeah. be hilarious um yeah the, their entire body is a face though yeah <laughs> so weird um yeah good call man i like that so i yeah. will say at this part you know like like i don't want to keep coming back to it this plan as a whole is pretty rough but i did like seeing rafa in that scene, Rafa yes. really was like, you know, she got backed into a corner several times and she was able to talk her way out of most of it. But yeah. then, uh, that it. I know the species name. I know the species name. What is that? That, uh, that the same species is that bounty hunter. Um, Oh, 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 uh, the it's Trandosian. Trandosian, thank you. I, I knew that it just, for the podcast, yeah. it <laughs> slipped my mind. Um, of course. But um, I like that they put a Trandosian in there as, like, the manager mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, their fight was pretty cool. Rafa's got it some was. moves. And even though, like, yeah. she would, like, kick him and nothing would happen. Um, but <laughs> She I, figured out a way to beat him. She did. She figured out a way to beat him. And I, I thought that was really cool. I, th- I will say throughout this arc, every episode, I have actually grown to like Rafa more. Yeah. A little bit every episode. And I did genuinely yeah. like and appreciate her character in this one. Still don't really care about Trace. I don't know why. I, yeah. I, they just didn't do a good job with, with exploring her character as much to me. Yeah. Um, but I did really – Rafa has really grown on me and I like her a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, Trace kind of ended up being um, in a – I think that she ended up being a character that she's like the – it's like, okay, well, she obviously has, like, a conscience, and she's, like, she knows right from wrong, sort of. But at the same time, she pretty much just does whatever her big sister says. So it's, like, what what she ends up getting, I think, is this case of feeling like she's just sort of a, a leaf in the wind. She yeah. goes wherever the most powerful thing is pushing her, and that's just sort of what she does. Yep. And um, except for the moment she decided it was, like, too many thing, too powerful forces were telling her to do two different things, and she just decided, you know what? I'm just gonna get rid of this. 
It's like it's like she can't stand conflict. That's when, kind of what I get. When <laughs> she's left to make the choice on her own, she makes the worst possible choice that she could have made. <laughs> Which shows why she chooses to just listen to other people. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So like a lot of times with, uh, you know, with this Star Wars fandom, a lot of times we can get into this like, um, I hate Jar Jar Binks and to me, it's a little bit understandable. I, I don't know that I hate Jar Jar Binks like I maybe yeah. used to, but he's annoying. And he Star Wars, to me, would be a little better without him. But um, and then you get into like Rose Tico. I hate Rose Tico. We'll never understand that one. Nope. But, but then, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are saying that same thing about Trace. Yeah. Um, I don't get that. I don't hate her. I just don't, I don't hate her. I, no, yeah. This is not a this is not a Jar Jar scenario here, f- mm. um, uh, for me. Just like with Rose. Now I will say I dislike Trace more than Rose. I just don't care. I don't care yeah. about her at all. And um, I thought the the Last Jedi did a good job of making me care about Rose, and she did things yeah. that that were frustrating to me. But it it wasn't that I didn't care. It was actually yeah. like. I love I actually really love Rose as a character. Yeah. And when she did certain things, it frustrated me. But but that's different. I just don't care about Trace. Like I could not care right. if the, if maybe Rafa was the only character other than Ahsoka in this arc that we were following, probably would have been great. <laughs> like mm. I wouldn't have missed Trace at all. <laughs> so Yeah. That's just my thought. I don't really care for her one way or the other though. Yeah. So I I do think that Rafa's character would be I think that you could figure out a way to do it without Trace but I think that Rafa as we come to kind of like her is uh, she would she wouldn't be the same without Trace like Trace is kind of a part of her character in a way well yeah that's true Um, because part of her identity is big sister exactly sure um yeah, but I, I do get what you mean, though. Like, I think it would have been a little cooler to see maybe more of a thing where Rafa is the person that Ahsoka, like, interacted with more from the from the get-go. And Trace was just sort of the, the little sister tagging along, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and because that's what she ended up being. I think at the beginning, they made Trace out to be the more important character to follow here. That's what and it Rafa, is, yeah. Yeah, and Rafa ended up being the one that's like, you know, she actually has, like, some meat to her character. And I actually kind of like her character. Yeah. Um, but um, Good can point. We, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> can we talk about how cool and intimidating Maul's re-entry <laughs> into the season was. Yes, let's do it. So I, okay. I'm actually watching that scene right now. Yeah, I just passed it on my <laughs> my was playing in the background. Yeah, so so Ahsoka's sneaking around and she's actually planting some uh some bombs uh-huh. um around this I I guess it's like a I don't know factory type yeah. of thing. And uh, so she's sneaking around and she sees the, the head pike. And I can't remember his name. Do you remember his name? Um, I can't, but I can look him up. I forgot to pu- pull up Wikipedia today. Marg Krim. That Marg Krim? Marg Krim. Marg Krim. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so we see Marg Krim talking to Darth Maul in a uh, hologram form. And um, really, really cool stuff, man. Like I, I think that his... His entry here, like you said, is super intimidating. And it's like, mm-hmm. um, 
and even before that, they hinted at Darth Maul when he was like, he always knows. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I love how scared he, uh, Marg Krim is of Darth Maul. It's, it's clear that Darth yeah. Maul has, or Maul, not Just Darth Maul. Maul. Yeah. It's clear yeah. that Maul has a, uh, a real firm grip <laughs> of terror over this, uh, crime syndicate. And I think that's I, – I love how they brought that in. I love how he mm-hmm. brought in um, Crimson Dawn in uh-huh. there, tying it in a little with Solo. And yep. so he, he said something like, um, I'm sure Crimson Dawn would love to take over your your uh, your, yep. your dealings or whatever. Your operation. Yeah. Or, yeah. So um, I, I loved that. That was really, really cool. And then I was a little bit perplexed, but I, I guess this has happened in Star Wars before, at least in the uh, – no, it does. It, it does happen. I always get a little bit taken out of it when holograms can see yeah. things that are happening around. It's a little bit weird. You know what I mean? Cause, yeah. Because it's it, – from our perspective, we don't yeah. see things going on around Maul. How does he th- right. see things going on around Krem? Right. You know what I mean? So that yeah. took me out of it a little bit. And that's always weirded me out when stuff like that happened in yeah. Star Wars. There have been there have been very there have been rare cases where it's like it's a zone and that like you actually see in a hologram where like like for instance, um like Anakin killing the younglings in the um, oh, yeah. security footage and stuff like that. Like it's a hologram thing, and it's like, but it's like of an area, you right? Know? Um, and so, like, I, I I agree. I was kind of perplexed by it too, but I think my uh, <laughs> my like explain away thing that I'm telling myself um, is that I feel like when he did that, it felt less like a technology thing. And more like a force sensing thing. Okay. Where he could sense her presence on the other side of the call. Okay. And was drawn to it and was like, hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, now, obviously, that starts to fall apart when you see him like walk over to the side even and look around. Um, but yeah. I don't know. But then again, like, like, how do we know that maybe on his side they didn't have a camera set up to capture multiple people? And maybe it's just like, I don't know. I don't know how holograms work. I, <laughs> I still like for me, I liked this whole way, the way that it was executed, because even though I don't fully understand the way that the hologram works, <laughs> I like that, like that shift of his eye over to where Ahsoka was, was so like. <sighs> like yeah <laughs> like it hit you yeah you know? it did um and like i love these like wearing a cloak and stuff it very um <clears throat> phantom menace vibes mm. it, it was and let me ask you this what if this happened instead and i'm i'm just like spitballing here would it have been more effective and been more like okay that happens in star wars that's fine you know what i mean would it have been like more better in that sense if maybe Maul, it showed Maul like on Mandalore where he is just for like one scene. Mm. And we had like a really cool slow, we had like a really cool slow shot into where Maul <laughs> is. And we like, yeah. oh, here's Maul, here we go. And then Maul is on that call with Krem. And you see he, a little bit of background. <laughs> yeah. We, well, 
not even that. What if, what if after the, after, you know, they had that conversation and he mentions, was there Jedi? And then, um, he was like, I don't know, but my men never made it back. Then mm-hmm. there were Jedi basically was the, was the implication. Yeah. You have that conversation and then it shows Maul after. Yeah. And he says, and he says like, I sense something like, or something of that nature. Like mm-hmm. I sense a presence that I haven't felt I haven't since. Sense since. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And walks out. <laughs> but that kind of a thing, it happens yeah. all the time in star Wars and yeah. it, we don't question it. Right. So I feel like maybe something like that might have been a little bit more, at least like taken me out of the world a little less. Yeah, no, I get that. I, I think that that would have helped as well. Yeah. So I, you know me, I'm not trying to explain away all the science no. stuff, but um, in Star Wars, but there's stuff like that that even me, I'm like, that falls apart a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's yeah. probably the biggest problem with this episode. For me, this episode had so many ingredients that actually, like, really made me actually interested in the episode yeah. and what was going on. Even care about at least one of the sisters, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of good stuff about this episode, but it's kind of held together by really weak glue. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? There's like several, yeah, yeah, there's like several holes in it. And I, you know, when I think more about certain things, I'm like, "Eh, whatever. But yeah, those are my, I think that's where my criticisms really stop with this episode. Those were, that was really mostly it. Um, But... Let's I mean, focus on. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, and it's all tied together. You know, like it, like your criticisms are cohesive in the sense that, like, it's all the same problem just appearing in different spots. Yeah. Where, like, like if we're gonna get a four episode arc with these sisters, and it's supposed to lead into the next arc, we at least wanted the lead in to feel a little bit more like it actually, like, came together very very smoothly yeah. and some of the logic ties together i like you know like the locations and stuff like that like i think that it makes sense that like we have death watch like like watching like you know former death watch watching over different aspects sure. of like crimson dawn or whatever um and so like i like that and bringing back the pikes is a character that like yeah know, p- people that like we've seen before and stuff so it works on a lot of levels and on most levels i think it does work but it's those little things that you're like Ah, crap! I wish that that <laughs> wish that that made a little more sense, you know. Well, well, and that comes to the point of what we were saying earlier. This episode, this arc is four episodes long. Like, yeah. how are you like rushing together, rushing to get this stuff together at the very end? Like, yeah, that's to me that's where the issue lies. It's like you had plenty of time to make this such a smooth transition into the arc, but right. it's. This glue should be stronger, but it's just not. And so mm-hmm. those are my main issues. Yeah. It, while, while, we're, while we're talking about that aspect of things, and again, I really – this is not a complaint. It is more just like – it's another telling of that sort of the element of this episode is the very quick um, sort of turn of the friendship with Ahsoka and the sisters. Like they seem – almost too buddy buddy at the end you know what i mean like they're almost so eager to have her keep her bike at the place now like rafa rafa's like even though like i like her character more and everything 
I it felt very unnatural just how like okay she was with Ahsoka by the end of this episode. Like it felt very quick for me. That's really um, funny. That's really interesting because I actually did not feel that way. I actually really? liked it. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that it it works and it's fine. I think it was just like with how much time we had, it felt really rushed. Yeah. To suddenly have her be just okay, like 100% okay with Ahsoka. Um, Not even a little bit of skepticism, even after she hid the fact she was a Jedi from them for so long, you know? And so that's, that's, like I said, it's not like anything that ruins anything for me. It was just, it was just another case of like, we had four episodes. Why did that feel so rushed to me? You know? I, I think for me, this is really funny because usually you're on this side. <laughs> I know. Um, um, for me, I actually didn't get bothered by that because I felt like they built up how they felt about Jedi throughout yeah. the previous couple of episodes. So they built that up pretty well, I felt like. Yeah. And so in this episode, when they find out that she's a Jedi and they simultaneously see the uh, – well, no, they see that before – so basically, before they see that she's a Jedi, mm-hmm. she has proven herself as a selfless person who is giving herself up for them. They don't have to come back for her. They can go. Yeah. They have the option to go because they didn't send guards with them. Like, yeah. they literally could go. Ahsoka knew that, and she gave yeah. herself up for them. You know what I mean? And yeah. so – in their in Trace and Rafa's mind, it was like, wow, Ahsoka. It, uh, Rafa even said, "Trace, that's rare. What yeah. just happened?" And so for me, she saw a, that side of Ahsoka, and um, so at the end, to me, when Rafa said something like, "You are what I wanted the Jedi to always be," mm-hmm. something like that. It's not exact quote, but I bought that. And so, like, mm-hmm. I bought that us that finally Rafa could trust Ahsoka with after everything that that Ahsoka finally did do for them. I I totally bought it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, so I mean, it it's not. I think that on the level that you're talking about, I buy it too. Like, I buy that she that she trusts Ahsoka on that level. I think it was her overall demeanor toward Ahsoka was so friendly as opposed to being almost like the Rafa that we know where it's like she's she's very she's a very guarded person and so you would think that a more natural way to for her to, I think I honestly I think that what it comes down to more than anything isn't even the writing of it it's the tone of it it's the tone of how she how she is saying all this stuff I love that she says um that thing about Ahsoka being what she wishes all Jedi were and stuff like because that's what I felt like the whole arc was sort of leading to was Ahsoka showing herself as the as what they wanted the Jedi to be. I think I said that in the first our first episode of this arc discussion mm-hmm. was that I felt like Ahsoka was going to be that Jedi for them. But so I like that and I like that aspect and that lines up for me. I think that what didn't line up was just her tone and everything at the end felt it didn't feel like her. It felt like almost it almost felt like Trace was in her body for a second, you know? Hmm. Um, that's what didn't line up for me. It's a nitpick, and it prob- and like I said, it doesn't ruin the episode for me. 
it was just like it was a little jarring for me because it felt like I wasn't watching Rafa anymore. It felt like I was watching two traces for a right. second. Um, that being said, they are sisters. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's interesting. We're on different sides of that. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, OK, so let's uh, let's finish out here talking about um, what really is going to tie these arcs together. We see Bo-Katan. Yes. Bo-Katan um, and her uh, fellow Mandalorians, they follow uh, Ahsoka and Rafa and Trace mm-hmm. off the planet and back to where uh, Trace and Rafa live. Um, yeah. And they see – sorry, I'm watching it right now. <laughs> and so basically as Ahsoka is like – they're getting off the ship – and, you know, they're talking a little bit here and there, but then they see uh, Bo-Katan comes up mm-hmm. and I can't remember what she says, but basically the Death Watch is no more. Yeah. And we have a common enemy now. Yeah. And it's Darth Maul or is Maul. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I keep saying Darth Maul. Um, <laughs> uh, I got super pumped when she took off her helmet uh-huh. And we already knew it was Bo-Katan, but when we saw her face and then, um, yeah, dude, I, I am just beyond excited. Here's the yeah. thing with me and the Clone Wars. My absolute favorite Clone Wars arcs of all time all involve Mandalore. <laughs> like, yeah. um, it, with the exception of like the Mortis arc or whatever, but like they all have in some way, shape or form are involved with Mandalore and I, yeah. I am just so excited to go back to Mandalore and to see Darth Maul there, Maul there. <laughs> Maul! <laughs> and, um, I, I feel like we're going to get some good tie-ins and I, I feel like we're going to get some answers and I feel like we're going to get some of that epic stuff that we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm just so pumped. I just, I, I'm so pumped. <laughs> I know. And like, I, I'm excited to see like, and it's funny because, like, I'm excited to see all the Mandalore stuff. I think more than anything, like, gosh, I really hope that we get to see Order 66. Like, yeah, I there's, would, some stuff, there's some stuff that's, like, that, we've see, that we saw in the trailers that would point to us possibly seeing that. I just really hope it comes true. <laughs> I hope you're not disappointed, man. I know. I mean, like, I'm... I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much about that because, like, with regardless of if we see Order sixty six or not, I'm excited to see all of the Mandalore stuff. You know, so yeah. like, I don't think I'm going to be disappointed in that stuff. But um, I do think that my expectation to see Order sixty six is going down since we have gotten so many episodes in these last two arcs that I thought they were going to maybe focus a little more on, like I thought based on the trailers and everything that the, uh, Mandalore stuff would probably be like first, like I definitely thought that the Mandalore stuff was going to be like the finale of the, of this season. But I also felt like we were going to get maybe even just two episodes of like tie in with, uh, Revenge of the Sith a little bit more and 
I don't know. I think that I just need to be cautiously optimistic for this next arc. I, I'm, I know I'm going to enjoy it, and I know that I'm going to love seeing all the Mandalore stuff. But I am still holding on to hope that we see some of that Order 66 stuff because, gosh, I just think that would be the perfect close to this yeah. series. Now, I will say, um, so the the next two episodes are called Old Friends Not Forgotten. Which I'm guessing we're gonna see like Rex, and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna see that scene where they have their painted helmets, like Ahsoka. Yeah. We're gonna see all that. I'm pretty sure, probably in the next one. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> based on the way that we've been calling the name so far, who knows? <laughs> yeah, we really can't. <laughs> but then in the next one is called the Phantom Apprentice. Boy, and they've had these ones actually up. They've had these names up for. For like a now. couple of weeks or a few weeks, maybe even months, they still do not have episodes 11 and 12 titles listed. They don't. What if episode 12 is called Order 66? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> D- don't do this to me. <laughs> I, so uh, I say Gosh. that, be careful, <laughs> but maybe there's a reason why they haven't released those titles yet. Maybe they yeah. give clear stuff away they don't want given away yet. And uh, I don't know. Or maybe they just uh, – maybe maybe the names have nothing important at all in them. Who mm-hmm. knows? I'm just saying be careful, but who yep. knows? We could still see. Like you said earlier – we can. There's a lot that can happen in four episodes of a Clone Wars arc. <laughs> like, there is so much that can happen in four episodes of a Clone Wars arc, and we've That's seen so before. True. So, um, I I think what it comes down to for me is this season as a whole. Um, and I don't know why you know I expected this because it's never been what Clone Wars is. But I guess for the final season, what I expected was kind of more of a Rebels type of an arc where it's not like three episodes here, four episodes here, three episodes here, four episodes here. You know what I mean? Like Clone Wars has always done that. Like the entire show is is like three, four episode arcs. And then with the exception, occasionally there's like a one or two episode thing randomly thrown there. But – a continuous storyline throughout the, sh- the the throughout the season has never been what the Clone Wars is. Yeah. Um, but Rebels has done that more. Uh, Rebels is a little bit more um, serialized in that way. Yeah. And so I guess what I was expecting for some reason was more of that. But um, mm-hmm. because of everything that we thought that it could be. And um, so, yeah, I'm just kind of trying to um, kind of try and my best to enjoy it as as best i can as they're doing it (laughs) i don't um (laughs) i don't want to you know pile on to the whole order 66 theory but but you do i read the one (laughs) sentence description for the next episode that like uh that's like on wikipedia and it does say Anakin and Obi-Wan must decide whether to help Ahsoka pursue Maul or rescue Palpatine. And how does Revenge of the Sith start? Rescuing Palpatine. (laughs) So... So we're not going to get much of Anakin here. 
Yeah, I guess it's no, no together again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, we are going to get them together. We did see in the trailers that they do, like, reunite, like, at least with Rex. But my assumption, or my, like, prediction, I guess, just based on what I've seen and what we just read, is that that scene where Rex and the clones have, like, all... They all have, like, Ahsoka's, like, color on their... Um, on their masks and stuff, that's kind of Anakin sending Ahsoka off with Rex to go to Mandalore, and they have to go save Palpatine. And then, who knows? Well, that could be, and that could also explain where Rex is and where Ahsoka is during Revenge of the Sith. Is like, they're off doing their own thing that is not involved with Anakin and Obi-Wan. Um, and Anakin and Obi-Wan made their choice of what they had to do during that same time. Yep. I really do think that this is like, this last arc is in, is like in tandem with revenge of the Sith. And yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't want my hopes to get up too much, but reading that really does make me think that that's, what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, dude, if that's what it is, if, where did you read that? Is it on Wikipedia? It's Wikipedia, and it's that it's just that one. It's like the official description or whatever, and it's just that one sentence at the top. Yeah does does it have an, an a description of the next one? <laughs> it does. Can you read it? Should you read it? <laughs> I'm just so curious. The Phantom Apprentice. It says. <laughs> it says Ahsoka and Republic forces confront Maul on Mandalore. That's all it says. Okay. But that doesn't say Anakin and Obi-Wan are with her. <laughs> well, right, right. So anyways, <sighs> that's exciting. If well, that... Ben, what about the next one? <laughs> TBA. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Ben, what's the scoop? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, do you, so... So we've clearly already got our expectations out there for what's coming Too up high. next. <laughs> We're clearly in for a disappointment. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um so to to <laughs> anyone who's listening to this podcast, please don't do what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, I'm I'm not doing what's good for me, but can't help it. <laughs> you know what? As fans, this is something we always will do, and we have to stop ourselves before it gets too bad. Like yeah. <laughs> before before we hurt what our actual experience of what they actually give us. So yeah, um, it, all of this could happen. All of this could not happen. We don't know, but yeah. I do think that this arc is going to be epic, and I do yeah. use that word very um, conservatively. I never mm-hmm. use that word. I'm expecting an epic arc. I really am. Yeah, and am so, um, all right. Ben, do you have any other thoughts about this episode or or really just the season as a whole? We've kind of covered everything I can think of. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I want it to be very clear that I'm really enjoying this whole season. Like, even though I think that these past two arcs have been just slightly too long, it's not, it's, that's, I mean, I'm still getting more Clone Wars. I'm totally happy with what we have been given. Yeah. Even though, even though I wish that they had spent more time on some other stories, this is what they wanted to tell and I want to see it through to the end. And I'm just, I'm just excited that we even get it. So I loved this episode. I, 
I liked this arc. Uh, by the end of it, I thought that it was a nice, a nice little story um, with you know some plot holes in it, but it was yeah. it was very fun. Yeah. At the end of the day, thankfully, it tied in the next arc, so yep. we don't have a tie-in episode still to come. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes. That, I would be true. really disappointed if this arc wrapped up super tightly and like. And that was it. And then, like, we were like, okay, so where's Ahsoka going to go next episode? <laughs> like, yeah, like, exactly. We it's know like we know where she's going. We know where she's going. And the arc is t- – the two arcs have tied together. And so, to me, that does make this arc better. <laughs> yes, and, um, I agree. Yeah. So, I would be really, really frustrated more than I am if that happened. But yeah. I'm excited, man. This next week, dude. Next week – or really five days. Yep. I'm so pumped. Five days. Um, and when this episode comes out, it will just be like three days. So, um, yeah. good Lord. All right. So, Ben, before we go, um, how's Twitch going? It's fun, man. I started playing Elder Scrolls Online lately. That's been really fun. Uh, still doing a little bit of Stardew Valley here and there. Um, I haven't played uh, any Star Wars content on there in a while. Um, I don't know how often I will just because there's um, – <laughs> so the much older pub- to do. There is, there is. and But, like, the older public uh, MMO is really fun. But um, but g- generally, it's not um, it's not super... It's not as fun to stream as, like, some of the other games I've been playing, um, even though it's fun to play on my own time. So that's why uh, I haven't been streaming that as much. But if you are interested in video games and talking to people, uh, this has actually been a really fun way for me to interact with people during all this quarantine, social distancing stuff. Um, and so um, if you are interested in that, it's a really great place to just hang out, talk and chat and stuff. Um, you can go to twitch.tv slash Benji. Um, and I stream on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at, um, somewhere between seven and 8 PM. I'm thinking about possibly starting earlier, but I don't know. We're, we'll see. <laughs> awesome, dude. Yeah. I actually tuned in a little last night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was happy to see you. <laughs> um, so, uh, guys, if you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and, um, rate and review it, it really helps us out. Um, I'd like to start reading the reviews soon um, mm-hmm. that we get. That would be fun. If you leave a review, we can start like reading it on, on air. We And we already have some we can start doing that with. Um, and so uh, I think that'd be fun. So anyway, yeah. please, please do that. It actually really helps us out. Um, and uh, follow us on social media at all the places that are in the bumper before the <laughs> episode starts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, ben, do you have anything else to add? No, I think I'm good. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, may the force be with you. Always.